think outside of the box. When are we going to get things done and how? But again, that key is saying, here's when we're going to rest. Here's when we're going to recharge, allow ourselves to have that mental time. Make sure that blank space is there. And then once that blank space is carved out, then you can say, all right, now with the space I have available, I'm going to focus on this thing. I'm Shelby. I'm Macaulay. And I'm Clary. And this is Make Space to Thrive. We're passionate about helping women craft intentional lifestyles that empower them to achieve their most life-giving goals. So grab a cup of coffee and Clary, take it away. All right. If you have been following us on Instagram for any amount of time, you've probably seen our favorite hashtag, which is make space to thrive. And I know in a world full of hashtags, it can be really easy to just say, oh, that's just something cute, a little pithy phrase. But for us, it's actually has a story behind it. And it reminds us of a key practice that helps move us from overwhelm to intentional living. And that practice is margin. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And margin is planned white space for your day or your week or your life. Um, Just whether that's ends up being for downtime or for taking care of the emergency situation that came up. It's just padding your life with space so that you're not constantly going into the realm of overwhelm. And when you don't have margin in your life, I can tell you from experience that all of your attempts at being productive and peaceful at the same time will absolutely go out the window. So back in 2016, I was living a life that had zero margin. I was in a hustle and grind period of life where I was working uh, with my husband. We were both working from home and we were always behind on deadlines. And I was always trying to figure out how can I get more done in my day? And so I researched productivity like crazy. I read all the articles, listened to all the podcasts, read all the books, trying to figure out how can I possibly get more out of my day. And I was missing the key ingredient to peaceful productivity. And I didn't know it for so long and I could never get ahead. It was so crazy to me whenever I finally stumbled upon the answer and I didn't even think it was the answer. I laughed whenever I read that the way to do more is to do less. And I was like, that's okay. That's crazy. And then I tried it. I tried putting margin in my life and I can't tell you the difference that it makes when you go from just saying yes to everything and then trying to figure out how to make the crazy work versus a a completely different approach. Approach, actually, I learned from my sister Macaulay. I would go into her home and I would just feel the peace in the atmosphere. I would feel the peace that was from her, that was coming from her. And that's what I wanted. And I started to realize she approached productivity in a completely different way than I did. Which is funny because when Shelby first came to me and mentioned the word margin, I had absolutely no clue what she was talking about. And it's something, I guess, so she says that I do um, intuitively, but I think I'm just kind of protective over my time. I know that if I book too much in a day or I expect too much out of myself and I'm keep going and going and going and not actually giving myself a break, a breather and time to relax that I 
lose that zeal, that, that inspiration that keeps you going. I need a break. And we're made like that. We're made to actually have to have break because we're human. But this whole concept of margin was really interesting when she brought it up to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was coming to you going, how is it possible that you are so well rested? And you're like, well, (laughs) when do you start work? When do you stop work? You know, do you take breaks? And, um, and not only that, besides work, we had kids, we have, you know, just the unexpected things that happen in life. And when you are not intentional and just respectful of the fact that that life is full and a lot of things can fall on your plate that you would have never imagined before. And if you don't take time to be intentional with with that in view, then you end up completely overwhelmed at all times. And no productivity hacks can possibly save you from that. You have to instead take a step back and say, all right, let's get go back to the drawing board and let's actually look at what do our days look like? What do our weeks look like? What does our month look like? Exactly. Yeah. And that's one of the the biggest reasons why we love like having a physical planner, because when you actually write down, okay, this is what I've done for the last week. Um, you can see, oh my goodness, like my week was nonstop. No wonder I'm exhausted and I'm, you know, tempted to yell at my kids all the time, or I am yelling at my kids all the time, or, (laughs) you know, we're, we're having constant meltdowns in parking lots because I'm just hurrying everyone. And, you know, you can't hurry a toddler. (laughs) They just, (laughs) they go or they don't, you know? Um, but then if you can look back and say, Hey, that day went really well, or that week went really well, what was different about it? almost always it will be because there was more space. Um, you know, and that's why we say like make space to thrive, because if you don't do the first part, which is making space, you will not be thriving. And that's, um, and that's so much of what margin is. So really simple examples of this can be, um, you know, kind of having a cap for how many nights are we going to have like things planned on our weekend or on our week, or when you're going to leave, you know, giving yourself 15 extra minutes so that if, you can't find a shoe for a kid or, you know, someone has to go to the bathroom right after you locked the door, you know, all of these things, you have space to go back and say, okay, it's okay. We have time or you hit traffic, et cetera. Um, that is margin ends up looking like really simple three things throughout your day, but piled together, it keeps you from hitting that point of overwhelm because you have made space. And it's, it's really a skill. It's really being able to step back and look at, okay, what is actually realistic? Actually, our planner is designed that way with our day, with our time blocker. We only allow 14 hours with our time blocker for planning things. And that's because no, per, no human being really can be productive for longer than that. And that's really a good amount of time to be like, this is a realistic day that I can expect. It is such a skill though, to be able to step back and to be able to say, this is what I need to do. Now, this is the realistic amount of time that I have. And I know that we are going to have to have space for flexibility in there. So let's lay it all out and then say, there's not enough margin here. And then you make changes to what you're planning to do. You have to 
to, to use that discipline if you want your life to, to be more peaceful and a lot less overwhelming. Yeah, pretty much anytime I see something that needs to get done or I have tasks written down on my planner, I never give them less than 30 minutes. I always jot down 30 minutes of time for each individual thing because there are distractions in life and there are kids who need help tying their dresses and all kinds of different uh, things that will take up your time that you can't account for. But if you've given yourself that margin, then it takes your stress down a notch. And before we started recording, you were talking, Macaulay, about the way that you do your day, that you sort of plan all your tasks before the evening hours. Oh, yes. Um, really, one way I've always kind of given myself, I guess, margin is getting most of my tasks done by five o'clock. My husband gets home from work at five, and I like us to just have a dinner and then have no plan for the rest of the evening so that we can spend time as a family and be really intentional. But that means I do like to hustle pretty hard for that early part of the day and um, through the afternoon and get a lot of different things done. But I know I'm going to have quite a few hours of downtime, of space to just be and breathe and and soak up the kiddos and be with the husband. So sure. yeah, and then that way, if you like do get behind, you know, when yeah. someone has a meltdown and you have to fold laundry in the evening, you don't have right. seven other things you're trying to get done that get behind. Right. I know, and what I find so interesting about this is just how it is different for different people. So for me, I tend to plan downtime between like one and four because my energy just plummets like in that right after lunchtime. And um, and then I sort of pick back up around dinner time and then stop again around, you know, eight. And so I sort of have this ebb and flow throughout my day, um, but it's pretty consistent day to day just because of how you know, my energy levels go. And this was one thing that was really interesting when my husband and I got married of, of trying to figure out that like jiving together because he's the type that would go out, you know, all weekend, every weekend. And that would be so fun and life giving for him. And it was the opposite for me. And so we kind of found that, okay, this is the rhythm that works between the two of us in our family, you know, and then of course you had kids in that and you're kind of just sort of constantly tweaking and adjusting how you're, how you're making it work. Yeah. And it, it really is from season to season, something that you have to step back and tweak and adjust. Um, For me, for my work life, I am constantly needing to step back and say, okay, in the season that we're in, with my kids at the ages they're at, with nap times happening the way that they are, when can I get work done in my week? And I just lay it all out there. And um, before, my tactic was, okay, my kids don't wake up until seven, so that gives me two hours if I get up at five, and then they're napping at this time, so I'm going to work during that, and then they go to bed at this time, that's when I'm going to work. And of course, there's no margin there. And so I had to step back and say, okay, so in the season we're in right now, and I, and I actually have to start out by saying, when am I going to rest today? When am I going to rest this week? I have to step back and look at my month and say, how many weekends do I have free for just resting? And if I see too much, too much going on, I, I, I start out my planning now by canceling plans. Right. I was just telling Shelby um, earlier that it's just been within the past month even that I've let go of the expectation of having an early morning rhythm. I have a now three-month-old baby and three other kiddos and just trying to stretch myself to getting up early as well as being sustaining my energy throughout the day just felt almost like an impossible feat. So I've relinquished that expectation on myself and I'm getting more done because I'm taking those first 
one or two hours to snuggle my baby and read some books to the kiddos and just take a really, really slow morning. And around nine o'clock, I'll get going and start hustling. And that's really different from me because I would like to get a lot done before noon because that's when I start to slow down a little bit. But allowing myself grace in this area has actually made our mornings flourish. It truly does. And you have to be creative. It forces you and allows you to be creative and and think outside of the box. When are we going to get these done, things done and how? But again, that key is saying, here's when we're going to rest. Mm-hmm. Here's when we're going to recharge, allow ourselves to have that mental time. Make sure that blank space is there. And then once that blank space is cur- carved out, then you can say, all right, now with the space I have available, I'm going to focus on this thing. Right. And when you have that space available, it gives you more opportunity for self-care, which is something that I think a lot of us skip over or put on the back burner. But honestly, this was a little quote that I wrote in my planner at the beginning of the year because I was often would jump over my self-care and just decide to be more productive, quote unquote, instead of it. But it says self-care, having self-care so that you can give the world the best of you instead of what's left of you. And I know it sounds so cliche, but it really resonated with me because when we are not taking care of ourselves because nobody else has that responsibility, it's our responsibility to take care of ourselves. The little people we have to take care of, we start getting snappy at, or we start doing maybe a less thorough job and different tasks that we have to do. So self-care is very important. And when you've carved out this section for margin, you're able to see where your self-care can actually fit into your day. Yeah. And using that as kind of a a check of like, okay, this has been a really bad week, you know, and there can obviously be so many reasons that can happen. But I do find again and again that I am the most stressed or short-tempered when I have overplanned or I have not planned for rest, you know? So like sometimes you're doing too much or sometimes you're just sort of being unintentional with the time that you do have, you know, and, and that's why I think what Shelby said is so helpful of, it sounds kind of silly, but you almost go into it, you know, you pull out your planner and you plan the blank space first, (laughs) you know, and not just for you, but what your family needs again. And, and all of this is like, it takes a lot of trial and error because it does fluctuate season to season. Um, my personal theory is that whenever you have a child under the age of two, your, your seasons change every three months. Like it just seems like, (laughs) you know, nap shifts or bedtime shifts or whatever, you know, it just feels like it's always changing, but that's why, that's why we love physical planners, you know, and that's why ours is a physical one is just because being able to physically flip through, okay, this is what the last week looked like. You can sort of see the context of what happened, see, okay, what did I have control over? Was I not planning well, you know, or could I have built in more space for snuggles, you know, is my toddler really just needing more snuggles or am I just needing more sleep? You know, and all of those you can see when you've actually written down what has happened, even retroactively, um, rather than just sort of going off the emotions of I'm stressed, you know, so I'm gonna, you know, insert perhaps a negative coping mechanism. Or whatever. <laughs> well, and it really helps you to see what matters most to you. Whenever you don't have just like all your time stretching out before you in this kind of like, oh, I've got time, you know, I've got days ahead of me. Therefore, I will just say yes to all the things and figure out how to make it work. Or on the other hand, you can also fall into the slump of just being tired all the time. So the things that do matter most to you don't happen because it is so much easier just to lay on the 
get on the couch and watch Frozen with your Mm -hmm. kids than it is to get up and do the things. Um, One way or the other, whether it's too busy or not, you know, intentional enough with your time, by being proactive about your margin, it helps you to be more creative, to be your show up to the tasks before you as your best self, and to be able to just just be intentional all around with the things that are on your plate and being able to say, here's what's realistic and let's tackle it this way and have the flexibility for when you do have to adjust your plans when life happens. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this, please leave a rating and write a review so other women can find us. You can find the Evergreen Planner at evergreenplanner.com. And for planning tips and lifestyle content, we're on Instagram at evergreenplanner.com.